Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip hop culture and geek culture together. And you know, right now, I got a special, special guest. This is the first edition of One on One with Deuces. And I got my man, one of the young OGs in the game, somebody that I truly respect, you know what I'm saying? They lyrical content, truly respect their comic book, uh, I guess a comic book historian, hip hop historian. Got my man, Mickey Fax, in the building. Smicky, what's going on? I'm in San Francisco right now. You see the bridge behind me, baby. You see, see you, man. See you, man. So, man, yes, you know what I'm saying? As I said, this is that only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. And this is actually the first edition of the one-on-ones. And wow. what, I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to take a moment to be able to interview, you know what I'm saying, content creators, artists, culture movers, pushers, you know what I'm saying, the curators. And truthfully, you know what I'm saying, when I came up with the idea for the podcast, you was one of the first people that I wanted to kind of get on, but I wanted to make sure that we amassed a good a good following before we do so. Because I wanted to be able to, you know what I'm saying, introduce you to our fans because, you know, I've been a follower of you since, uh, I think my first introduction to you was uh, on the Cool Kids record, Rockin' and Rollin'. You Rockin' know and Rollin'. Yeah. That was actually my record. Shout out to Cool Kids. Oh, it was. I had it on my joint. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. I heard it on a mixtape and it had Cool Kids featuring Mickey. And I was like, bro, who is who is dude? So then I started listening to more. And then, you know what I'm saying? So like that was like my first, first introduction to you. And then like fast forward to like, I want to say, was that was that 2015 we did the record? Yeah, the, yeah. The no, nah, 2012. 2012. It was that a minute ago. Eight like, years ago. Yeah, but I, what I what I did respect about like meeting you and having that opportunity to do that record with you, like we did the record. I remember when we sent it to you, you know what I'm saying? You was down immediately and then you sent it back. Well, before you sent it back, you was like, oh, y'all niggas got battle bars. He was like, I'm coming for you. I was like, nigga, let's go. And so like we did the record and then, you know what I'm saying? Just being a follower of you, you know what I'm saying? I saw that you was rocking out with Lupe in Chicago and I was like, yo, I'm just gonna hit him up and see if he down to do this video. And you know what I'm saying? He was down, we knocked the video out. And yeah. then I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I want to take it a little bit further. I remember we brought you to the city and the turnout wasn't good, but you, and you like, you told the owner, like, look, I'm just here. I can just rock out with the homies, man. And they was like, nah, we still going to pay you. But then we felt so bad about it. So then when we, when we got booked for the A3C festival, I was like, bro, we got to get Mickey into a decent crowd. Cause we had, it was us, EMC, Sway was hosting it. And, it's, and I was like, let's, let's get Mickey. And so Barrow like, was on that show too, right? Yeah, yeah. So like it was dope because like throughout all that, like I said, like you you rock with us, you always drop gems with us. And then fast forward to now, you know what I'm saying? My my brother Maul, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he rock with you on the Sosa tip. Yeah, I was just like, like it's just so it's just so much gems that come from you. So uh, you know, I definitely want to make sure I'm giving you your roses before we get into this interview and everything. Absolutely. That's love. I appreciate that That's wholeheartedly love. for real. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I want to start off, you know what I'm saying, just in general. Like, um, can we talk about Sosa? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about Sosa. What you want to know? What's, what you want to talk about, brother? Well, like, you know, let me know. Well, uh, to the people that don't know what Sosa is, give, give a rundown what Sosa is. Sosa is uh, an acronym for the Society of Spoken Art. It is a school that is he uh, headed by uh, Lupe Fiasco. 
and um, I am one of the uh, masters in that school that you know put my input into the original curriculum and the admissions process of the school. Uh, Lupe runs it pretty much in terms of you know the teaching aspect of it, along with Nikki Jean. And um, I come in to do special projects with the uh, students, and I step in sometimes to give input, input, pardon me, on specific things dealing with lyricism and the science behind it, you know, which is linguistics and that whole rabbit hole of that. Um, So that's basically what Sosa is in a nutshell. Yeah, man. And what's what's so dope about it is, is that like it's like you know seeing seeing my brother Maul go through that process of you know what I'm saying get in and just going through it and going through the courses. Like this is what I what I love about it is this is not like a fly by night, just a, a group of individuals. Like you, there's actual homework, actual history mm-hmm. behind it. There's rhyme and reason to it, right? Which is one of the things that in hip hop that we definitely been you know what I'm saying trying to fight for, letting people know like oh this is not just you know, putting words over a beat. There's a science to it, man. There's some people here that take it a whole nother level, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that right, me, that right there is always something that attracted me to it. I'm like, yo, that's so fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? I remember, you know what I'm saying, y'all had y'all midterms and I'm like, bro, Moss in there stressing. I'm like, bro, before I knew what it was, I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, you read, you got to read a book for, for some rap stuff. And I'm just like, and then when he broke it down, I was like, yo, that's dope as fuck. Like, like yeah. Yeah, all everything that Maul's doing, I had to do in terms of, like, I had to read the same books. Yeah, that's what I had to me. read. I had to do everything. So the courses that they're doing, like, we had to do, but we actually did even more because we had to read books that they're not reading to make sure that it was right for the curriculum. And yeah. um, my question to you, though, yeah. knowing Maul before Sosa and knowing Maul after Sosa, has Maul become a better MC? Oh, 100%. 100%. And, I, I, you know, it's one of those things that, like, you know, because he's family and because we got that, that natural co- uh, competitor nature, you know what I'm saying? Like, him seeing it, I'm like, oh, I got to step it up. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, when I, when I listen to the stuff that he's been putting out and just, like, even general, like, everybody that's involved in Sosa, when I start listening, because he started introducing me to some of the other cats as well. So, like, mm-hmm. when I start listening, I'm just like, yo, them – them patterns is different. Like, you know, cause I, I listen to it, you know, like when you a certain artist, mm-hmm. you're, the people listen to you in a different way, right? Like the, right. That, like the way that I'm gonna listen to like, you know what I'm saying? Like a Drake bar is not gonna be the same that I listen to like you, Black Thought, you know what I'm saying? Maul, like it's like, so it's different, right? So I'm hearing right. different things and I'm like, oh, that's gonna go over niggas heads. But like, I, I'm catching it and I'm like, Oh no, I need to get I need to get there, you know what I'm saying? And like I just I like so like he definitely be, you know, Sosa definitely helped him grow as an artist a lot. Now, I got a question because like that kind of goes into one of my another my next topics because like so one of the things that I do love about your freestyles that you do when you hit mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, sway, flex and everything like that, like you drop uh, like a lot of knowledge or like there's like some type like underlying uh, underlying theme to it, right? So, like, I remember, mm-hmm. like, when I was watching the Flex joint, like, one, I was like, bam, I can't believe Flex is really, like, I, I felt like Flex had a little doubt against you. And then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, so, like, so me, because like I said, I've been a fan for a minute. I'm like, what? So then when you start dropping the bars, and you went into the whole financial, like, financial advisor, like, whole thing, right? And I'm just like, at first, I'm like, God, Flex, Flex ain't gonna like it. I'm like, but he don't know, like, Mickey was just dropping some, like, actual facts in this motherfucker. 
But then the fact that he gave you his props and I was gave you um gave you your props and I was like, all right, I appreciate that. But like, explain that moment. Like, how did how did that feel in that moment, knowing that that pressure was on? Oh man. Well, you know, I I had wrote those bars for the Breakfast Club and 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 uh, at first. Okay. You know, I wanted to go to the Breakfast Club and do an interview for my album, The Achievement, and I had wrote those bars at the beginning of, or maybe in the middle of 2016. So, you know, the plan was to go and spit those bars there. Um, that didn't happen. So I spit those bars again at Sway's Doomsday Cypher. Okay. They never aired the footage. Oh, man. So then what happens is Jay-Z drops 444. Right. And it's just like, I was ahead of, (laughs) I literally was ahead of the curve. (laughs) And then this happens. (laughs) So now it's like, okay, well, it's still a dope rap. Right. And I called out Flex to have me go up there, you know, and I already had a Flex rap because I was already planning on going up there right. at one point. So I had it planned out. I So I, I cut my flex wrap in half. And in, in between the bars, I go into the credit wrap. Mm-hmm. And it was like seamless. Like you just would have never known. You would have just thought yeah, I wrote that I would have never knew flex. that was two. Yeah. So, and you know, when I did it, I was just, you know, he was only impressed by like, Anything under six hundred is like bad breath. Anything under five hundred is like bad sex. Like he wasn't understanding that what I had did was like culture shifting for a lot of black youth and a lot of people that were dealing with you know bad credit. So you know I'm just happy that I was able to do it on a platform that people could take and and run with and and and, and gain inspiration from. You know I wanted. I just feel like it's things, these are things that our people just doesn't know. And I, I feel like I'm a good candidate for, you know, in, in, in inviting that kind of knowledge into your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, most definitely. And like, you know what? Like, I, well, I always try to gauge what the people think. Like, I understand, like, certain people are not going not gonna to get it. But, like, one thing that I did look and I did see, like, when you go into the comments of that video, like, you do see mad people like, yo, Flex not even getting that part. Flex not even getting this. So, like, you like like the fans and the people giving you your props. And you know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they, they tore that shit up. They tore man. it apart, bro. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they did because, you know, and it's interesting that you bring it up because, again, uh, I wanted it to go viral, and it didn't when it, when it went on Hot 97. But right. when the black financial people got it, they made it go viral. Yeah. And, it, and it, went, it went so viral that I got so many opportunities out of that because of that space. And people were championing me for that. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad I made that decision to do it. And everything is in God's plan yeah. and timing when it's time for things to happen. Yeah. You know what make it really dope too is and, and this goes to your artistry and just of you as an artist, it's the way that you spit it. Because like a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, like th- like the cadence and the way that you say certain things, like you like if you just put that on mute and just look at it, it looked like you battling. Like it looks like <laughs> it looked like you on that URL right. stage. But it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? so you giving out those financial bars. And I think that that's what made it also digestible. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like right. people saw it like that and saw it in that room. And 
like I like I always talk like I always talk to people when I'm talking about like these flex uh, freestyles because like I think um, I I, I want to believe like was did Lux hit up there before you or after when he when he went Lux up? Lux went Lux went before me Black Thought went oh, before, me. before me yeah so like that's and I'm low, like no cap bro like that is the bars that I put up like I always anytime I tell anybody about like freestyles that hit on flex I show them Black Thought I show them yours I show them Lux. Like that, like because like I feel like outside of just gun bars, or outside of just bars, like there's actual knowledge in it, and like that's the type of shit that I fuck with when it comes down to hip hop. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I like my gangster rap, I like my gun bars, but like if I can get somebody or I can see somebody spitting bars and actually putting some type of knowledge to it that makes dope sense and then it sound dope, like yeah, I, I try to put as many people onto that like as much as I can. So. But yeah. like, I'm glad I'm glad I made that decision to do that there. Though, yeah, right? yeah. So now you're you're speaking of Lux, with your connection with URL. So like, I know, like I said, coming from you know, what I'm saying New York, you know, what I'm saying that's the home of well, one of the homes of battle rap and everything like that, but the home of hip hop for sure. Like, what what's that? What does that connection mean to you? How you that respect that you get from those people on that stage? I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a respect because you know I stepped in to that side of the culture early on, you know, when nobody kind of wanted to be involved with it. You know, I feel like now it's it's, it's kind of a, a global phenomenon between celebrities, like everybody kind of knows about this, that side of the culture. But when I was, when I was kind of pulling up to it, you know, like nobody kind of wanted, it was the black sheep of the culture. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I showed them love and I, I've done, you know, some things behind the scenes to try to, push the culture forward but you know everything again is in is in timing you know and you know a lot of guys on that side of the culture show me a lot of respect and love because it's genuine from me uh, I've been you know as a fan just kind of I, I, I didn't see anything wrong with just kind of going to events you know and at one point like people like celebrities didn't want to go right you know and, and it's like it was very taboo so when I uh when I was pulling up to them joints you know guys like again they just did not want to show up and then when summer matters two came around you know, i called q-tip and i was like yo i would love if you came through and he was like yeah you know i'm definitely gonna come through i'm gonna call buster i'm gonna call diddy and you know i'm gonna bring everybody out and he kept his word and you know that was a monumental moment for the culture in that time frame you know what i'm saying because at yeah. that time q-tip was my he was my mentor at that time you know what i'm saying and, and we were always building like daily so it was a beautiful thing to kind of experience around that time, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's up, man. Like, I know, like, you know what I'm saying? And just being able to see certain people, like, on that stage, like, that was huge for me. And especially when I started seeing people that I rock with tough, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I when I really started seeing you on the stage, like I said, it was, like, a little bit after we did our joint. And then, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga Rain, shout out to Salute Rain. Like, that was, you know what I'm saying? We did some some stuff with him a while back ago. But, like, seeing him on it, I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, dope. Because, like, I was in, I've been fucking with URL since Smack DVDs. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To see that that growth and then to seeing, like, actual lyricists jump in on there. You know what I'm saying? But I think out of everybody, like, I, like, I think I see you get the most love. And then I think I've seen, like, you get on that stage. Well, Cause you 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 and Daylight went at it, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, me and Day went yeah. at it. We we went yeah. at it. We went at it. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, that shit was dope. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah. I, and to me, like I said, Daylight one one of them niggas that like people duck. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember seeing you online, like, let's go. I want all the smoke. And that that's and that's another thing that I like. Like, you, I don't I have never seen you back down with your pen from nobody. And I see you. Like, hey, let's go. You know what I'm saying? We can do it or not. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's, that's dope. But then, like, you see, like, the top MCs and top motherfuckers give you salute. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I think that that right there is, like, what really, really stands a testament of time when it comes down to you as an artist. Like, you getting, you getting love from the battle culture, which a lot of artists don't get love from the battle culture because they're not built like that. But then you get love from the top lyricists that are in the game you know what I'm saying? Which some people, like I said, they, they don't get that love. Then you get love from, you know what I'm saying? I see song makers and other motherfuckers giving you love. And I think that that right there, to me, is like, that's one of those things that like, as an artist, I would love to have that. That's that perfect balance. That's that, that's that thing on Snap. That's that you got love. <laughs> you getting it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, a lot of it is due to, you know, me not being afraid to challenge myself musically. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, I'm one of those guys that, like you said, man, like I've worked with the Yeas, the, the, the Yeezys, the, the John Legends, the Brunos, mm. but then I've also worked with the Styles P's, the, 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 the Pharaohs, the Royces, the Elzai's, the Sahai's, and then, you know, I was able to also touch the stage. And, and for me, like, that encompasses everything that deals with hip hop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and I always wanted to be able to leave my legacy. Like, yo, Nicki touched this. He left his imprint. He left his thumbprint on every yeah. facet of, you know, rapping. You know what I'm saying? Even, even with the trap stuff. Like, I've done stuff with trap artists. You know, and 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 it's just always like a, a level of respect that Nicki's able to just kind of go and do whatever he wants, and it's okay to be that way. You know what I mean? And I'm just grateful that, you know, people look at me in that vein, you know? Yeah. Can't put you in a box, man. So speaking of bars, I wanted to, I wanted to get your out of, cause you got a couple of them. When it comes down to like superhero comic book bars, what do you, what, what, what is your hardest comic book superhero bar? That is absolutely impossible to answer. <laughs> um, I can tell you one of my favorites. What's your, one of your favorites? Let me hear that and then I'll see what I can do. So it was a sway freestyle. And I think well, you was like, uh, damn, I wish I knew it all. But I know, like, you, like, you, you started off, you were like, let me, matter of fact, oh, I, I put it in my notes somewhere. It was like, Spider-Man, I put Max Dillon in electric chairs. I'm Hugh Jackman with a new accent. Six claws in the Adamantium fused talons. Got a hundred hit combo off the group challenge. And Sway, by the way, the real name is Bruce Banner. Yeah, that mean the flow is too gamma. And I can tell, and I can fly, teleport, and I threw hammers. When you said yeah. that, bro, like that whole scheme, I was like, duh, <laughs> that shit was dope. Yeah, I mean, that whole Sway freestyle. That whole honestly, freestyle. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, that was one of those <laughs> things where, like, I wrote that actually for Adult Swim. And um, it was supposed to be, like, something for Adult Swim specifically. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, it didn't happen with Adult Swim. And then I was supposed to give that to Team Backpack. Okay. And then Team Backpack was like, no, we only we don't want you to do like a hundred bars. We want you to do like sixteen or twenty-four. And I was like, well, then I'm not giving you this. <laughs> and then I went up to Sway, and I wasn't even gonna spit that. But the guy that was with me, like, he went up there and he spit like a hundred bars. And I was like, all right, since you want to do that, <laughs> now I gotta leave, I gotta drop this on your noggin. And it was a bad situation. But you know, shout out the homie who was with me. But I feel like for me. 
I'm a comic dude. I'm a you know I'm a I'm a yeah. uh, I'm a video gamer. I'm yeah, a pop gonna, culture guy. We're gonna get into some of that because you got you got a couple of hot takes that I saw that I wanted to ask you about and everything. Oh um, yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, I know, I know. It. That's what. They, see, that's and so that's the thing. Like when when I came up with, when I came up with Geek Set, uh, the one thing that I was talking about, I was like, fam, like you know what I'm saying. One, like there's that stigma about around geeks, like geeks ain't cool. But I was like, I know a lot of cool ass niggas that fuck with comic books, anime, video games, you know what I'm saying, that can really school you on some stuff. And then I was like, but if you think about it, both cultures is like the same. I was like, you think yeah. about the upbringing, both cultures was, was shunned. People shunned the geek culture, people shunned hip hop at first. I was like, both cultures are, are deeply rooted. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you showing, showing your little one? No, 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 no. Somebody was giving me a phone call. Pardon me. Uh, no, no, no. All right. But, no, but uh, like you know, what I'm saying both, both, both was rooted. You know, what I'm saying with deep, heavy passion to it, right? But then I said, mm-hmm. fast forward to right now. You think about it right now. What are the two biggest things right now? Geek oh, culture man. and hip hop. I was like, if yep. you if if you got a product, if you got a company, and you ain't tapping into hip hop, you out of here. If you putting out a movie that's not based around a comic book, something you're gonna have a hard time trying to amass a group following. I was like, both of them are pushing the culture. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the th- but one of the things that really um, one of the things that I always thought was pretty dope was uh, your love for Street Fighter, bro. Like, oh, so yeah. I, yeah, man, and you know what I'm saying. So I wanted to like like is, is that your top game? Is that your is that is that? So Street Fighter Four. Um, sorry about that again. Yeah, Street good. Fighter Four is uh, my top game, absolutely. Uh, in terms of the Street Fighter lore, yeah, and that particular. Uh, franchise um but i'm i haven't gotten into street fighter 5 uh i've been into mortal kombat 11 yeah yeah um and it's one of those things where it's like i uh you know i just love i love the bruce lee characters it's something that my father passed on to me in terms of dna so like i play with fei long on street fighter and i play with uh um, Liu Kang on Mortal, Mortal Kombat pause for both. You know what I'm saying? And I try to, I try my best to learn as much as I can when using these fighters yeah. when I play these games. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I'm a big Street Fighter fan, four, not five. Okay. And a big Mortal Kombat 11 fan right now. Yeah. You know, props to the love for Fei Long. Like, low key, like, same thing with my pops. Me and my pops used to watch nothing but all those Bruce Lee flicks and everything. So, like, no matter what game, if you got a game out and you got a Bruce Lee based character, you got me right off grip. My question, yep. my question to about this Street Fighter though, like, what's your history with Lupe, man? I feel like you guys always got this ongoing uh, Street Fighter beef going on. I've seen multiple times you guys going at it back and forth about it. Where that start at? <laughs> um, it started like in like 2011, 2012 when we was touring. You know what I'm saying? Like he was always talking crazy about Street Fighter. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, well, so you nice? And he's like, yeah, I'm nice, I'm nice. I was like, all right, cool. So, so what happened What happened was we played when I went to Harvard. Me and him went to Harvard and we played Street Fighter Four. I cooked him. I cooked him <laughs> bad. This was like right before he played Daigo. Okay. And like I cooked him. And, you know, he was tight. And then, um, you know, from that, we uh, – I went to LA and I went to his crib and we played Street Fighter Five. He cooked me in five. All right. I don't play. I don't play five. He cooked me in three because I don't play three. All right. He played. Put on four. I cooked him. But he his excuses. Well, I won't even call it an excuse. He says he doesn't play four. 
Good. Five plays, like three. So we had a show in Denver when I was on tour with him in 2018. And we, uh, I think we did like a best of five. It was like Ryu versus, I forgot who, I forgot who, I forgot who we used. But me and him went to the wire. He beat me in Street Fighter 2. And, you know, so he, currently he holds, you know, the, 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 the spoils in terms of victories over me. And, you know, he had to fight for that for like four or five years. But <laughs> I was cooking him for a long time in, in, in four, you know what I mean? Yeah. Has, has anybody else caught that smoke? Like anybody anybody else? So I, it was supposed to be like a, a eight-way tournament between me, Lupe, Joe Button, Just Blaze, Hit Boy, Neo, and like two other guys. Yeah. Um, but we never got it down. We never got a chance to, to play. But uh, Neo is really good at Street Fighter. Like, super good. No, you know what? No, I, I, I can see it. I can see it. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Joe just button mash. I feel like I, I don't trust his gaming. <laughs> that was a bar, by the way. Joe button mash. <laughs> uh, so, no, nah, I mean, I, I, I hear, I hear, I hear buttons okay. I hear, uh, I hear Blaze is really good. I, I hear Blaze talk, I hear Blaze talk about it all the time. Uh, yeah, I hear, I hear he's good, but I from what from through the grapevine of who I hear is really, really, really nice is Neo and Hit Boy. I hear they uh, I hear they uh, no, actually not even Hit Boy. Pardon me, Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder, okay. Boy Wonder, I hear is really good. Him, him and Neo are really good. I hear. You know, I tried to play with Neo a couple times. Uh, he DM me. A couple times to get on PS4, but I was out. Or every time I hit him, he would be out. But like me and him, we got some unfinished business as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be so. that that'd be a dope ass thing to actually put together though. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I know that I tune into that, especially like the geek culture. Like everybody, you know what I'm saying? They love to see when uh like artists embrace that. You know what I'm saying? Or just just people of the culture embrace this other culture. And I think that that would be really dope in regards to that. Uh, another- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, another game that I saw you showing mad love to is uh like the Arkham and the Spider-Man series, like that engine and everything like that, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I think like I know I know you I know you gave Spider-Man mad tick over the past few years. Yeah, I mean I love first of all that's he's my favorite uh comic book character. So off top, you know, like I uh I fell in love with the game. You yeah. know, I thought, you know, it could have been a couple more villains and they could have got rid of Miles gameplay and, and the Mary Jane gameplay, but yeah. for the most part, it's a great, great, great game. Yeah. I beat it. I beat it about four times already now, on all difficulties, hundred percent on all difficulties. Like yeah. I cooked that game, but it's a, it's still an amazing game. Same thing with the Arkham's. I play Arkham Knight the most out of all four. Yeah, uh, but I think Origins is my favorite. Yeah, my, my only gripes with Arkham Knight is I don't like any of the Batmobile battles i just don't i i i I, okay i agree (laughs) but i i I do like the i do like the batmobile stuff um only because it's a different it's a different game mechanic i would have preferred i would have preferred not to have it so prevalent but i enjoy it maybe it's that maybe it's that because like i I don't hate on the batmobile and the capabilities that it have i was just like man fam i feel like i was doing it all the time yeah (laughs) it can be annoying it can be annoying i i agree i i i i play i beat batman about three four times as well like you know whenever my wife goes away i put 
either Batman or Spider-Man and, and I just zone out, you know, because it, it eats up so much time. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then the other thing that I, um, the one thing that I did like about the Spider-Man games. So like one of the things that I hate about the Arkham games is the Joker, like finding a Joker, um, uh, missions, right? Like not, not the, not the necessarily the missions, but finding the, uh, the question marks, but when the spider game, oh, yeah, sorry, real, I said Joker, yeah, real, my fault. Um, but in the Spider-Man game, I did not, uh, I did not like hate having to do those, that same type of mission style where you have to find all the, um, Backpacks? backpacks yeah all the backpacks it, it didn't feel as tedious as it did with the riddler mission okay so the backpacks are more so it's just stuff that's placed on the map right the riddler challenges are more like puzzles but know, no so no so not, but the challenge I, I, I guess i didn't have it's like when you like once you activate the challenge i didn't have i like i, I enjoy activating the challenges i just didn't like having to go find those little question marks all over the place well, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, they were all, I mean, in, in Arkham Knight, I think it's like 240 yeah, or something was, like that. It was crazy. It was crazy. But, you know, they wanted people, they wanted people to have a good time playing the game, you know, so I, I couldn't be too mad at it. You know, I beat every Arkham game yeah, to the extreme. Yeah. Like, I've smoked them all, you know. Those are the only games that I will, I, I, I get every trophy on everything. Yeah, like yeah. It hurt my soul when they said it was going, they, when they said, when they said they wasn't going to make any another, another one. But I think that last year they said something like they thinking about doing another one. I don't know. Well, you know, there's, there's rumors, you know, they were going to announce something at E3, but, you know, Corona has kind of killed Man. that, so I'm not sure. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, you know, I'm waiting on Spider-Man 2, which should hopefully be out next year, about mm -hmm. September, you know, we'll see. So question, um, with, uh, in that, uh, that realm. So like they both kind of got like the same game mechanics and then thinking about other superheroes, who would you like to see in that game mechanic? If you could. Daredevil would be good. Daredevil would be dope. Daredevil would be a fire game in my opinion, in terms of, uh, that game mechanic, because he's blind. He has the sonar. So the sonar would kind of be like when Black Batman goes in detective mode. Yeah. And he probably had the same kind of, you know, yeah, you're right. warning kind of thing. And that to me, like I kind of wish Daredevil had that before Batman because that sounds more realistic than Batman having those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, warning. They make they make Batman OP sometimes though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Daredevil would be a good game. Um, you know, when, I, when at one point when I was playing God of War, you know, that was Thor, basically. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Th that was a Thor game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just finished playing Infamous Second Son. I just beat that. So, right. you know, there's a power in there that reminds me of um, The Flash. So if they follow those mechanics, you can have a good Flash game. Um, but aside from Daredevil, maybe a Punisher game. But, but see, I feel know, like I feel like Punisher game would probably be more like Max Payne. Punisher is definitely Max Payne. Absolutely. If I yeah. want to play Punisher, I'll play Max Payne. You like, yeah. absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe a Black Panther game then. Yeah. Black yeah. Panther Punisher. Uh, Black Panther part of me. Black Panther uh, Daredevil. Um I don't know if an Iron Man game will work. I mean, even though we got the Avengers coming yeah. this year. I'm still skeptical. I'm not sure how that's going to be. I'm, Me either, I'm, man. Uh, I'm side-eyeing it. Uh, oh, I don't know, brother. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not convinced. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, 
We'll see. We'll see. Because I, I thought I thought they did God of War. That was Thor all the way. Yeah. I can you know see it. Saying? I can definitely see it. Yeah, and especially like I said, where like when with the um one of the things that I always loved about uh, God of War was the landscape. Like mm-hmm. God of War is a beautiful ass game. Like when you like when they do like their cinema, like their cinematic intros or like just like mm-hmm. they, their cutscenes, and like you think about Thor and like just like everything that he, you know, and like in Asgard and everything like that. Like you can have those same like type of cinematic style cutscenes, and then just like the fighting mechanics. So like I can see that same thing. But speaking of Marvel, so. You had a couple of Marvel hot takes that I wanted to bring up to the front. And yeah. so, I, yeah. so I question before. So one of the ones that I saw, and this was a while ago, and I just want to do, did you still think that? It's like you, you were super amped up about uh, Age of Ultron. And I was. I and you, was. Like, you, you had put a tweet out. It was like, bro, I just saw this trailer for Age of Ultron is better than every superhero movie out. And somebody actually like better than Dark Knight. You was like, fam, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. This trailer is better than everything. And I'm like, I wonder do you still think that? Well, the reason why I said that was because they had Ultron looking so menacing. They did. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That trailer was crazy. Like when Ultron. Had a, with, the, with the no strings on me, um, you know what I'm saying, in the background. Like, yeah. They had him so <laughs> menacing. And, you know, anybody, you know, who, because, you know, I'm, I'm not like an MCU comic head. Like, I'm a, I'm a comic comic head. You know okay. what I'm saying? So when, you know, when you know anything about Ultron, he's reckless. He's, he's belligerent. He's yeah. absolutely insane. So I'm like, oh, they really did this with yeah. the movie. I cannot <laughs> wait. And then the trailer was like, ah, oh, man, this is incredible. And then when you watch the movie, he's making jokes. Yeah. He's like, he's like, it's just not the same. It's just like okay. the voice wasn't as scary. Like it just James Spader might have been a bad choice. Like it might have, it should have been. I see where I see what they I see where they tried to go with it, but yeah, the execution just wasn't. He he needed it. To, he needed to be maniacal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's. You know that is the essence of Ultron, and it did not show that in, you know, it did not show that in the Age of Ultron movie. You know, it was a very big letdown for me. All right, so um, another one that you put out there. So, and this is more recent, but um, you uh, you like the Ed Norton Hulk over Mark Ruffalo? Oh yeah, absolutely. Still to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still to this day, I am not a fan. I mean, I'm I'm just not a fan of Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. I'm just not. I think the best Hulk he was potentially may have been the Avengers. And even that Hulk is not better than the original Ed Norton Hulk. Like it's just not like, like Ed Norton, he, he, he played a very serious uh, banner. He was extremely, extremely intelligent, extremely, um, you know, he knew how to kind of get out of sticky situations like a banner. He used intelligence in that way. Like, like Mark Ruffalo is just he's campy. He's a campy yeah. Disney he's a campy Disney Hulk. Right, and even when he even when he is the Hulk, it's yeah. not like it's not the Hulk that we know. And even even when he went crazy with Iron Man in Age of Ultron, it was just like still like nah man, it's this there's still something missing. Because it's Mark Ruffalo, B. Edward Norton, like he he wasn't playing no games. You could see the seriousness on his face. It was no jokes. 
like very very minimal quips. I I agree, I agree in that sense. Like yeah yeah, Ed, you know, Ed Norton is way more serious than Ruffalo. And but but with all that being said, Mark Ruffalo works with the ensemble. I don't know if Edward Norton would have worked with Tony Starks and. Doctor Strange. Like that's the only thing I can say about Mark Ruffalo. He kind of fits the, with everybody, especially with the with, uh, with the banter between Stark and um, um, Bruce Banner. Banner. Like yeah. that. Like yeah, I don't. I can't see Ed Norton having that. Like, I can't was, either, brother. And so I, I agree. Like I said, I can't see having that. Question: The new question that came up because I forgot you, you said Spider Man is your favorite, right? Yes. So who's your favorite Spider Man? Uh, Peter Parker. No, 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 no. Actor. That oh, oh, favorite Spider-Man actor would be Tom Holland. Tom Holland, all right. Just because I've, I've been, I've been seeing, I've been seeing like a, like Toby been getting a lot of love lately, and I'm just like, man. I'm like, I, you know, I don't, people trying to people and people and, and then I've been seeing a lot of Tom Holland hate. I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, for me, I don't get it because Tom Holland's my Spider-Man as well. It's a lot of revisionist history, brother. Like, you know, people are, people have selective amnesia when it comes to time, when it comes to Tobey Maguire. First of all, Spider-Man 3 is one of the worst superhero movies of all time. Bruh. That's the, Bruh, it's so it's bad. terrible. So bad. You know, yes, he did his thing in two and he did his thing, he kind of did his thing in one, but like, it's like, come on. At this point, you guys are holding on to nostalgia. Tom Holland is an acrobat. He's a great actor and he's playing Teenage, you know, Peter Parker. Yeah. However, I do think the best, I do think the best, I do think Garfield not getting enough credit is 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 crazy because, you know, I'm yeah. a Spider-Man fan. Like, you know, I got the background on, but like, if I take, yeah. let me see if I could take this background off so y'all can see what's going on on this side of town. Right, hold up. Let me okay, let me take this off and then take this off. Right? All right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all see what's going on. Nah, this is up. Yeah, you got you got you got them all out there. Yeah. Sinister six. And then these are comics in between the 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 the, the, the volume stuff. Right. So, you know, I got the Spider-Man stuff here. I got volume one through Six. I stopped at six, but you know, I got yeah. Daredevil here, Iron Man, and these are like you know, Birth of Venom, and then up here is like Sinister Stick stuff, and then I got stuff over here that is just a lot of comics. You know, you can see the Spider Man stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah, it's up. just a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I want people to know, like I know, like I'm not some fly by night guy that's just bringing up these names because they sound cool and everybody's on the MCU now. I've been a fan of you know Marvel. For a very long time. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 like I said, I, I already knew it wasn't all cap because like certain things that you talk about that I see you talk with other like you know what I'm saying fans and everything like that and that the things that you debate like and, you know it's funny because like I think was it uh I think it was Infinity War right one of the things right. that like a lot of people didn't catch on that I saw you was one of the first people to catch on and I was like oh yeah because I caught on it too was that um that uh that not that not to uh, Submariner. Like a lot of people didn't catch oh, yeah. that. They didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I saw you. Talk, and I saw you talking about. It. I was like, yeah, my nigga Mickey on it. You know what I'm saying? But then also, like, I, uh, recently too, I also saw you uh, 
champion Moon Knight. Like some dude was trying to go back and forth with you because he was like, you like when you like just in general, just like of your comic book knowledge. They was like, you know what I'm saying? You was like, yo, they they put out this Moon Knight, you know, it'd be dope. And he was like, nah, man, I want to get Static Shock. And he was like, bro, you don't understand about this Moon Knight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, I just like to, to see that banter like of you, you know what I'm saying? Dropping out, explaining like, yo, it's like, it's the same, like that same type of premise that you got for Black Panther, that culture, that Egyptian. You know what I'm saying? I think that like, that's where, like you said, people got to understand, like, that's why, I, that's at the beginning, I, that's why I called you a comic book historian, because, uh, you know what I'm saying, you know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a very big Moon Knight fan. You know, I, I just, a lot of it comes from, you know, my dad. You know what I'm saying? My dad had a lot of, he was a big Fantastic Four fan, a big Black Panther fan. Yeah. Um, Silver Surfer fan, you know what I mean? You know, as a kid, you know, you want to just, you want to be a part of whatever your father's doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I got hooked into comics off of that. And I gravitated towards Spider-Man because he was a kid. Yeah. He was a literal kid <laughs> being around these people, man. And then he was always stressed out, man. He was, yeah. he was always stressed out about what was going on in the world. Couldn't pay his rent. His, his grandmother's alone. He got a girlfriend who's failing in school because he's fighting Dr. Octopus. Right. You know, so like all of this stuff, it just, it felt like my life, so yeah. to speak. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, I gravitated towards Marvel a lot. And, you know, I'm a very big Stanley fan in terms of yeah. his writing. You know, yeah. he was a great writer. So, you know, you know, people be trying to test my knowledge and I'm just like, look, man, this is not something that you want to do with me, man. Like, <laughs> I like yeah. I've spent hours upon hours, yeah. you know, you know, reading comics. Like when I go on tour, I go to the comic book shop and I go in the dollar section and I pull out all types of stuff and I purchase yeah. comics. I support people, you know? Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So um, question, what are you working on, bro? Man, currently right now, I am working on like four, four to five projects right now. I have a project that's done right now. It's called Hugo, and it's featuring me and this guy named Fly D'Antoni, producer, artist from Atlanta slash Yonkers. And he's, you know, we, we, the project is done already, but because of the quarantine and sales and streams are down, like we kind of put in that project on hiatus a little bit. Right. before it's you know okay to put it out but like that project is done um me and blue have a project coming out later this year all produced by knots okay, nice. which is crazy i'm working on two albums simultaneously um one is called one above all shout out to my marvel knowledge <laughs> if you know one above all you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah you know and the other one you know the title for that right now is on lockdown i'm not letting that out just yet and then i'm working on mouse too and i'm working on that daily you know what i'm saying like i write a song at night every night i write a song from like one in the morning to like five in the morning i'm sitting down I'm getting the story together for the mouse you know Extravaganza. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, no, I, you know, say I love the fact that you out here working. I love that you got that much going on. So one, um, so we we gonna end it with uh two two questions that we well not not questions but two topics that we generally do right. So one of the one topics that we do we gotta we call top five right. So I wanna um I wanna get your your top five Street Fighter characters. Top five Street Fighter characters would have to be Fei Long. Ryu, uh, Saget, 
Um, hmm. Outside of those three, uh, Guy in Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. and I want to say Charlie because I like Charlie in Marvel versus Capcom too. Yeah. All right. All right. Respect. Respect. All right. Now this one's gonna be, probably be this one's probably gonna get you probably probably the most controversy. Top five superhero movies. Top five. All, I, no, no matter what realm, all superhero movies. What is your top five right now? Top five superhero movies. Infinity War, mm-hmm. number one. Um, Dark Knight, number two. Number three, for me personally, Doctor Strange. I'll get into that another time. But yeah, I love Doctor Strange. Number four, Civil War. All right. And number five, Winter Soldier. All right, I respect that list. I respect that list, man. All right, so last thing. So we always tell our listeners, we give them recommendations, whether it's anime, whether it's comic books, movies, music, whatever that case may be. Um, it's usually something that you are already jumping into, something that you checked out, or something that you just think the culture should, should get into. So, you got any recommendations for the listeners? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go back over to my my comic area. Um, so, you know, again, I am a very big Marvel head, and you know, I love Marvel to death. But what I'm about to pull out is some DC shit that I think the people should kind of try and attempt to get in tune with. And it is, uh, you know, for those comic heads who is out there, this is something that I I loved in my childhood. And it is called Blood Syndicate. Now, I don't know if you guys know about Static Shock. Okay, so if you guys know about, well, you know about Static Shock, then you should know about... um, you know the, the where he came from. You know, what I'm saying yeah. he came from this uh, this era. You know, what I'm saying and this is Blood Syndicate. It's a DC comic. Um, the guy that has the gun, his name is Tech Nine, and his superpower is unlimited ammo. And the guy he's shooting at, who's Holocaust, controls fire. Um, and it's a cr- crazy, crazy group. They're basically like the hood version of X Men. Um, and crazy, you know what I'm saying? Hardware is another, you know, guy that they created who's basically like Iron Man and um, Icon, who I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of, yeah. is basically Superman, you know what I'm saying? So my suggestion is Blood Syndicate, pick up, if you can find it anywhere, pick up, you know, a Blood Syndicate you know, volume number one and number two. And, you know, if you can, you know, also do some research and, and get you an Infinity War comic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah that comic, you know? that, that, that whole that whole uh, storyline from the comic book realm is ridiculous. Like, if you thought that what we got in the movies was crazy, shit. <laughs> what we got in the movies was nothing compared to what <laughs> right. I thought we were going to get. You know? Right, but, but yeah. still, you know. Um, I got a recommendation for you, man. So, like, um, I, like I said, getting more into comics and trying to branch out. Like, I don't know if you ever read any of the Power Ranger comics, but, bro, like, they take I it know. to a... They take it to a serious realm. So they take away the campiness of the show 
and like they follow so at first they follow the regular storyline uh mm-hmm. but they make it they they put a level of realism on it and then like I said they they play with the storyline of if Tommy didn't um if he didn't uh refuse Rita and so he stayed mm-hmm. he became this this uh hybrid of the green ranger white ranger called Lord Draken but mm. but the reason why I'm recommending it now for sure 100% is they just did a crossover um it was the uh the turtles versus uh power rangers mm-hmm. and fucking shredder becomes the green ranger bro and that that comic is crazy wow. yeah wow. so like that's my that's my that's my recommendation personal recommendation to you cuz i think that you will rock with that with that storyline um the the power rangers in general but that one that power rangers versus the turtles that it's like it's a it's a five uh issue series that storyline is crazy, and I think that I'm you gonna look for it. Yeah. I'm gonna look for it just because you suggested it. Because that it doesn't even sound like something I would actually read, but I'm gonna check it out to see yeah. what it's about. Because yeah. you know, I trust people who have comic book knowledge. I trust what they say, so I'm gonna see what's up with that. All right, well, I mean, obviously, people know where to find you, but just to, to let the people know, man, how 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 can they find you, man? Man, listen, if you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me at. Mickey, uh, twitter.com backslash Mickey Facts, M I C K E Y F A C T Z. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Mickey.facts. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Facebook, official Mickey Facts. Just look me up, man. I respond to everybody's DM. I'm very open. I love the debate. Just hit me up, man. Let's have a conversation. All right, man. Again, this is the only podcast that blend hip hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy, Deuces. That's been Mickey Facts, and this is Geek Chat. Hey, Smicky.